let's go back to the Winchester Mansion. On today's episode of Holly Weird Paranormal, we revisit the Winchester Mansion with our special guest, writer and haunted historian, Christiana Franca, who actually used to work as a tour guide in the mansion. Let's sit down with Christy as we learn a little more about Sarah Winchester, her true intentions on continuing to build the elaborate home that she once lived in, and was the home truly built by ghosts? Speaking of ghosts, is the mansion truly haunted? Well, according to Christy, it is. And we sit down to figure out who or what is actually lurking throughout the hallways and corridors of the Winchester Mystery House. So let's get Holly Weird with Christy as we revisit the Winchester Mansion. Welcome to another long-awaited episode of Hollywood Paranormal Podcast. We are your hosts, Tammy Murhab Chavez. Hello, I'm Bryce Mitchell-Williams. And I know it's been long-awaited, emphasis on long, because (laughs) the whole month of February has been, Bryce, we were just talking about this, has been a month of transition. You are entering this new chapter as a, not only a single man, but a single free man who is going to venture yes. out into the world now that you've left your job. I literally, the other day, it's so funny that you mentioned that. I like, walked out because uh, your girl's 34. So <laughs> I've certainly passed my Saturn return, but I like walked out to my roommate who's like much more into astrology. And I was like, can Saturn return happen late? Like what is happening right now in my chart? <laughs> mm, she's going through the transition. Yeah. A lot has happened like, yeah, in February 2-2 of 2022. To a lot of people, so I'm so, glad that you're putting yourself first and taking care of you. Uh, yeah, it's a little crazy. It's a little scary, but, yeah. um, you know, it, it's the difference of when you're in a place where you can see the path in front of you and it just feels the same every day over and over and over and you feel so trapped by that mm-hmm. uh, into now everything in front of me just feels like possibility, which is much, much scarier, of course. Mm-hmm. but exciting and hopefully all good things and you know there's always only fans if it doesn't work out so that's true, that's true. Bryce yeah. mitchell williams only fans all right yeah. <laughs> he might show his feet I'm gonna who have, knows who knows i'm gonna have to pay people to subscribe that's how that's gonna work <laughs> please i'll pay you <laughs> well i might have to do an only fans too because drum roll please charlie and i have a qualified for a home loan we're in the process of looking for property in los angeles so oh my god oh uh, you're gonna need a seance you're gonna need a ouija board (laughs) you're gonna need a priest everything i need all the good vibes i i will tell you this this could take a whole episode but i'm gonna break it down to this what we've learned um 
what they say about LA of being a land of smoke and mirrors is exactly how the real estate market is. It is a land of smoke and mirrors. The houses are smoke and mirrors. They've been perfectly staged because I'm sure the stagers worked for Fox or Paramount. Um, what we've learned are red flags is if your neighbors have more cameras installed in front of their house, more cameras in the paparazzi, that's a red flag. Uh, if there's more yeah. furniture in the front yard than inside the house, that's another red flag. So it's been... Yeah. A little disheartening because of the of the lack of homes that we can afford out here, but we're gonna do it <laughs> and we're gonna make it yeah. work. Oh yeah! But we're, that has been our dream, and we've been saving every single cent and sacrifice. Oh, I'm so, so proud! I'm so happy. Thank you. So yeah, so that's what we've been doing. That's why it's it's taking us a month to come out with an episode because we yeah all of us have been busy. But speaking about the girls are your plates are full. Our plates are really full, but we, we scooched a little <laughs> room out. Speaking of real estate, the Winchester yes. house is quite a big real estate, guys. Speaking mm. of the Winchester house and our special guests, we're doing an episode Yay. called The Winchester Revisited. Guys, I want to introduce you to our special guest. Um, we're going to call her Christy, but she goes by Christian Franca. I just had to say it that yes. way with heavy emphasis right there, but um, yes. If you have been following us on Instagram, we posted a TikTok that she had done not too long ago about her time at the Winchester. If you haven't, we'll repost it soon. But Christy has worked at the Winchester and she has so many receipts of experiences at the Winchester along with working there and what she's been kind of trained to tell the public. <laughs> we cover the Winchester mansion back in episode 19, guys. We try to cover That's a lot so crazy. of the truth. To, to see past the legend, but uh, let's leave it to Christy to, to walk us through that whole excursion of the Winchester. Christy, welcome to the podcast. Yay. Thank hey you guys. for being here. <laughs> um, yes. Now here I have your little bio. I want to read a little blurb about Christy. Christy is a writer and historian from San Jose. She's a lover of both the normal and the paranormal. That's why we have her on our podcast. She owns the store. Aunt, is it Aunt Evie's wardrobe, right? Mm-hmm which sells vintage fashions and moonlights as a bookseller on the weekends. Christy worked at the Winchester Mystery House for two seasons and fell in love with the reality of Sarah Winchester, her eccentric home, mm -hmm. and the spirits who watch the crowds passing through. I love that. I love that. Christy, mm -hmm. we're ready for you, girl. Tell us everything. Tell us about your time working there, how you got okay. this fascinating job, and... Your... Well, it wasn't hard actually to get the job um, for a tour guide position. And because I had um, studied history in college and had an MA in history and um, in music history, but still history. Um, and because I was a teacher, they were like, great, you know how to talk to people, you know about history, you know about Mrs. Winchester a little bit. Right, you know Welcome. how to put what's together. Oh, yeah. I got the job, I got the uh, the costume, and yes. the costume was the best part, even though it oh, was like freaking right, girl. Um, man-made fabric, so it was like wrapping yourself in plastic every time you got dressed. Oh. So hot in that house. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh, God. Yeah, they had us in this wonderful kind of, I mean, the uniforms were amazing. Um, they had us in these wonderful kind of wild Western, like heavy sure. walking skirts and long sleeved, high collared black and white blouses. And you could kind of accessorize it. You could do what you wanted with it. So I added a belt with like, like a chatelaine 
um, so that I could carry my my little bag with my phone and my lipstick and like smart, you know. Um, and then I would, thing. you know, styled my hair in a certain way and I had like a little bow tie and you know it was like it was really fun. Um, but it was hot. And I can imagine. I, I, yeah, and I worked there in the summer. So, you know, <gasps> California summers are very warm. <laughs> After the June been... gloom, we go we go up in yeah. temperature. Yeah. yeah, and it gets you know it can get up to like 106 in the Bay Area. So it's um no, it was that's people. literally the only time I would pray for a cold spot. Like, please oh, right. just let me get haunted, please. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I was having a fan that I would carry with me, and I'd be like, "Lady, oh yes, fan, yes, yes. fan." Oh, get another one. Can we get another one? And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You want one. You want a fan. You want a fan. Yes. Um, It won't (laughs) be the ghosts that get you. Um, (laughs) The the tour is like a mile and a half. You walk up and down the house. Now, the Winchester house is not hard to get through. That's the first misconception that everybody makes. That There's lots of twisting creeping hallways and doors that you will get lost and you cannot get lost in the Winchester house like you won't get lost all of the stairways lead to out and so I always said you know if in the in the off chance that you get separated from the group which you won't because it's impossible but if you wander off in this house just start walking down just literally walk to just find a staircase and go down it like, and you'll get out um, because the whole house is just interconnected. Like it, mm. it's just a house, you know? And my favorite part of the training was that they give you a house map and off you go. See you in two hours. Have fun. Now, do you, don't, see don't you in two hours, uh, yeah. would it take people two days because they got lost or? <laughs> no, um, uh, it was just a Get to know the house so you would walk through you would go the tour route then you would go through so you know, cool. past the velvet ropes and then you could go up into the attics and like um yeah you just walked and you would run into tours and when you did that you were asked to just kind of step into an into like a side room and let the tour go by and like, try not to let them see you because you weren't in uniform yet you were usually just mm. looked like a tourist right um you had the uh you had your badge which uh, had your name on it. And so once you had the badge, you could go anywhere you wanted. Wow. And so that was actually a lot of fun. Um, and you very quickly learned that every single thing in that house makes perfect sense. Hmm. Like there is only one staircase that doesn't go anywhere. And that's because it, it went to a, it was part of an addition to the house that was the barn originally. So it had gone up to a hayloft. And when she um, connected the house to the barn and turned it into a, an office and a bedroom, she just um, closed the, the floor. She just refloored it, closed off the top of the staircase and moved the staircase over here. Uh, um, and so that staircase is still there because they, they didn't need to take it out. They just kind of left it as like a, there it is. Maybe we'll use it again someday. There's so much to unload with this house. Like, mm-hmm. aside, yeah, aside from but just the layout and the size. Mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah. a lot of people are wondering, well, why does she build staircases to nowhere? Yeah. That's a question <laughs> that I've been getting a lot since I posted that video. I was like, well, why did she make the house the way that she did if she wasn't, you know, trying to confuse the spirits? And I'm like, she had a hobby? 
a passion. Right. It wasn't the only house that she built. There's actually another one in uh, Los Altos, which is in uh, the north part of San Jose. Oh. A very ritzy, ritzy, well, well-to-do neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. it, it was a farmhouse that she bought uh, 120 acres of land that is now Los Altos. That's and, true. That's in Mary's book. That's right. Yeah. And the, it's called the Merriman Winchester House because mm-hmm. she bought it for her sister Isabel and her husband. Mm-hmm. And it was like a four room cottage. And they and Sarah basically said, what do you want to do to it? And Sarah and Isabel said, what do you think we should do? And the result is this really nice Victorian, like not a mansion. It's not huge, but it's like a big house. Like when you think of a Victorian house, it's that. It's that house. And it's a, yeah. yeah. And you can live in it. It just sold for a couple million dollars to only a couple million. Only a couple, million. Only, yeah. a couple only. million. I mean, right? It's only chump change. Million dollars to some bear, <laughs> some like Google exec or something. You know? That is yeah. so true. Um, Sarah Winchester was very close to her sister Isabel, and very, that is yeah. another misconception that we'll head into. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of misconceptions about Sarah Winchester mm-hmm. that we brought up too in episode nineteen. And I will bring up this book too. I really, both Christy and I suggest that you read uh, Captive of the Labyrinth by Mary Jo Ignafo because she yeah. really dissects and really unearths a lot of truth of the life and uh, success and progress of Sarah Winchester, even like mm-hmm. after her passing, like what people are oh, yeah. wrong. But um, that was another thing. Like people were like, oh, she was just a, a woman who lived alone, a crazy woman who mm-hmm. lived alone in this house. But no, she had family and she had her sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, she had her family and she had her staff. Yes. And the staff were often like family because she very much encouraged Aww. the kids to play on the estate. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. So there are two families in particular who are still, um, one of my colleagues has actually spoken to the descendants of these, of these people, um, the Nishihara family. And the parents uh, had emigrated from Japan and they were hired on by Mrs. Winchester. Oh, wow. And they had three children. And the little girl, um, Ida, her middle name was Ida Winchester. Wow. She was Ida Winchester Nishihara. And, um, it was not uncommon for her to play in the front garden and to like ride her trike. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the foreman, he lived in a house that's still there. It's at the back of the property. You can see it when you're walking around. Uh, his three boys also grew up on the estate and they, they would play. She paid for all of the children's schooling, uh, all doctor visits. And they didn't call her, we're not sure if they actually did call her Aunt Sarah or Miss Sarah. Um, mm. but they spoke with her familiarly like she was she'd go out into the garden and she you know she had a really beautiful garden and the kids would just come up to her and t- chat with her because she was Mrs. Winchester mm. so she wasn't that she was very private and she didn't like to entertain so she didn't and so people think that she's this recluse because of that and because she always wore mourning which yeah. wasn't unusual at the time Especially By the 1920s, age. it was a little old-fashioned mm-hmm. to wear all-black mourning yeah. um, constantly, but like you'd see old ladies doing it, so it exactly. wasn't weird in, in that era. I wore all-black sometimes. <laughs> I wear all-black, yeah. so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I have an... You know, it's, a, it's a vibe. 
It is. Whole, it is a vibe. I see cosplayers doing the full Victorian morning look, yes. and I'm like, you know, it's really fun to wear. Like you've got exactly. nails and flounces <laughs> and proof. And like once mm-hmm. you know how to move in those clothes, and they're not hard, they're not hard but, to wear. Just as right. long as I don't look like La Llorona, I'm fine. Like I am okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now that's why I like, stay away from children. Want to, right? Yeah, okay. unless you want to scare children. Mm. Now you released a TikTok not too long ago. And (laughs) one of the reasons why we have you here too, Mm -hmm. um, aside from your fascination with paranormal, um, you called out some things that, you know, that your, your job was telling you to do. Can yeah, I was in a kind of a mood because Um, <laughs> we love it. We love it. Uh, so my so my best friend was has been my roommate for the last couple of years, and she was she got a new job and she moved to Oregon, and we were up in um in the Winchester area because she wanted to buy a T-shirt as a as a souvenir to remember this the house by, and I I worked there before I I left right before the pandemic, and when the pandemic hit they laid off the entire staff. Like only management was left. Like 98% of the staff, the groundskeepers, everybody was just gone. And um, so I was mad because of that. And then they had also got rid of the rifle museum, which is one of the reasons that a lot of people came to the house. There's this rifle museum that had a copy of every single gun that Winchester, the Winchester company had ever made. Wow. And so you have Whoa. a lot of collectors and a lot of people who are interested in that, in that side of the house. And they got rid of that? The rifle museum. And they got rid of that. And they turned it into an escape room. Oh, come on. Come on now. Yeah. And so that, and, and. Look, so nobody loves that. an escape room more yeah. than me, but like, yeah. maybe <laughs> not on like historical sites. Yeah. Like maybe there's a line cross yeah and so everyone was real upset about that like nobody was happy about that but you know the management was just like oh more money and so and then when you walk into the uh, estate you walk into um not a house that not a building that mrs winchester built but like something that got thrown up um in the 1920s after it got turned into a tourist attraction and it's just like this mm-hmm. massive gift shop and it was all just comics of Mrs. Winchester holding a candle and like walking through this dark house. And I just kind of lost my temper. And I went outside and I stood in the corner. And now because they're charging you to go in the gardens because of the pandemic. Mm. So it used to be that you could go and walk around the house and the gardens without paying. And now they charge you like 40 bucks to do that. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I, I kind of went outside and I recorded that video and posted it and didn't think anything less or anything more of it. I was like, you know, I get maybe like 50 views on mm-hmm. my videos and <laughs> no, it blew up. No, yeah. That is the joy. Like as stupid as it sounds, that is sort of the joy of TikTok mm-hmm. is you're like, oh no one will ever see this right. all of a sudden like Everybody thousands of it. views later. You're like, oh okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. And it's like true the thing is that i said that about mrs winchester everything that they about the legend the spiritualism the bells the 13s the um the weirdness the the continual Mm -hmm. building 24 hours a day that is not true that is made up like wholesale made up 
Oh, and, and people really is, believe in it. They really, really believe in it because there's been at this point, it's 2022 is the year that, or 1922 is when she died. So it's been, a oh, wow. Um, that's been the narrative, the controlled mm. narrative for a hundred years at this point, because the family put the house up to auction within a couple of months of right. Mrs. Winchester dying. They sold all of the furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, they emptied the house out, sold all of the furniture um sold the land like she that was a huge ranch and now it's just assembly um it was this huge orchard she had um apricots walnuts and prunes i want to say um and she sold that she made tons of money from the fruit uh and she employed like so many hundreds of people in the valley and and then it's just like and so some carny dude whose name I don't even know, like it's generally kept out of the record. Uh, Some carny dude bought it and was like, what can I do with this really weird old house? Mm. I know, say that she was haunted by the ghosts of the people killed Uh. by the rifle. And she wasn't, she wasn't, she was a very, very wealthy woman with a hobby. Yes. A man writing a narrative for a woman after right. she died? I know, no, right? That doesn't never. happen. That never happened. Never. Yeah. Especially never. An, older, actually, an older woman with yeah. money and a brains mm-hmm. and brains for and, business. Well, <laughs> right. Especially not to be on I, I was really not gonna do it, but to be yeah. on my feminist rant. <laughs> I already was talking to my roommate at breakfast about this, but mm-hmm. it's this weird thing where we like punish women for the things that we celebrate in men so if she had been a man she would have been like an architectural digest Mm -hmm. she would have been celebrated for her innovation like look how like thrifty she is like look how she's using the space like look what she did with all these houses but because Mm -hmm. we hate women then it's like (laughs) oh no this woman's she had to be haunted she had to be be crazy just like a kind woman who didn't really was an introvert had a hobby and no. had more money than she needed. Right. And a couple of people have been like, well, why didn't she give it all away? And I'm like, dude, she did. She did. She gave Ugh. so much money. She was a big away. philanthropist. Like people didn't right. people she don't do their really homework. Yeah. They're just fed this and they're like, okay, I'll take it. Like, yeah, she yeah. was haunted well, by you know how you'll see the list of donors to mm-hmm. a museum or a concert hall or something. Yeah. Always anonymous at the top. That was Mrs. Winchester. She didn't like people to know that she was, you know, because she, I think maybe she felt that if she put her name to it, it was taking away from like the generosity of it. Like, but like we live in a time right now, especially where if you're not documenting it, mm-hmm. it's as if it didn't happen. And we, I, it didn't that happen, weird, right? yes, it is. And it's gross, I yeah. think. But it is that weird thing where we like sort of, unless you're doing your philanthropy in like a flashy way mm-hmm. it's such a weird story but i remember we were in the business of acting in school mm-hmm. and the teacher was talking about uh, at the time chris pine whom i love like yeah. don't get me wrong like he is my favorite but at the time he had gone to i think it was venezuela i could be misremembering the country mm-hmm. and was working with habitat for humanity and her uh she had like a son i think that was very good friends with him okay. they'd grown up together and she was like, oh, he like called the paparazzi on himself so that they would like get photos of him like at Habitat for Humanity. And look, that was probably his publicist decision. Like, I'm not trying to throw right. shade at him yeah. specifically because he's not the only one doing that. Mm-hmm. But even at the time in, in class, I was like, that's 
that's gross. Yeah. Like, why would someone do that? And again, yeah. I love him. It's not him. It's this industry it's that the has industry, people do yeah. that. Absolutely. His publicist probably did it. Mm-hmm. But it's we're so not used to people doing things anonymously. So we have yeah. to fill in that void. Yeah, like, exactly. For them. And yeah, Darren, and like, sorry, go on. Oh, dare I say that we're used to being, I don't know, we were used to seeing celebrities too. Uh, yeah. So re- trying to be so relevant, you know, they mm-hmm. want to know what they're doing. How come they're not sharing these things with us yeah. or these celebrities that are like, um, well, how come they didn't share, like they didn't donate money to this cause they did. They just are not going to gloat about it. Well, we want to see. Right. And I see yeah. the other thing about Mrs. Winchester is um, the legend has it, you know, that a medium on the East coast told her. We don't have any documented proof that she ever hmm. participated in seances or spiritualism. Like wow. she might have because it was super popular in the late 19th and you know, early 20th century. Mm-hmm. Like spiritualism was like a big thing. So the likelihood that she did attend a seance or two or six in her time, pretty high. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she didn't go to a medium. Um, she went to a doctor because she was very ill. Um, her husband had died of tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. And her little daughter, Annie, had died within a couple of yeah. months of birth from a genetic disease. Wow. And Sarah herself was not feeling well. And so she went to a doctor and the doctor was like, you know, California is really warm and dry. Maybe you yeah. should give it a shot. And so she actually went to San Francisco first. And it was San Francisco is not warm or dry. <laughs> Neither <laughs> yeah. warm nor dry. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's completely it is, opposite. It's, it is now because of climate change, but like, yeah, tea, no, it's, it's the bay. <laughs> and so she went down to San Jose and was like, this is good. And there's nothing, I mean, they were farms. It was farms. And so she bought right. a farm and she bought a seven room farmhouse and she started partying with it because um, she liked to build. She'd never been to college, never had any uh, formal training, but she read a lot of books and she mm. had a lot of ideas and she had a lot of money a lot of money like right and like you um, have to fill your time with something yeah, like you have right. to do something yeah. and but, the thing is that she took care of people that's yes. the now you do get this on the tours i will say this um the tour guides some of them have been there for 20 30 years right um the tour guides and the tour leads are like dedicated to telling as much about mrs winchester that's true as they can mm-hmm. so even in the script nowadays, it's begun to reflect that. So you'll have this say, you'll have a legend has it that Mrs. Winchester was told, consulted a medium who told her that she was being haunted, blah, 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 blah. Um, so she moved out to California. And so then what the guides will do is they'll say, but the reality is we don't know why Mrs. Winchester came out to San Jose. And so you get this sort of double speak going on. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you leave out the legend entirely, you get trouble you get in trouble. Mm. And if you get in trouble too many times, you get fired. Wow. And so that happened to a colleague of mine uh, who worked there about the same time that I did, um, but she worked year round. I only worked seasonally. Mm. Um, that's what happened to her. She, she called bullshit on the escape room too, which is kind of fun. So they fired her. Um, Damn. But it's a, uh, I, I do I do want to say that all of the guides that I have ever met who worked at Winchester, they made sure that every new hire knew the true story. And yeah. So, and it is haunted. That's the other thing. 
is yes let's go into the ghost stories (laughs) right (laughs) so i don't know if you've ever heard of the term and i i i called genius loki it's a latin term for spirit of place and i might be getting that pronunciation wrong um but we are deeply not the people to ask. <laughs> no, I've, I've read it. In, I've, I've read it. I haven't like heard it said. Yeah. So I could be saying it wrong. Um, reader's accent. But yes. uh, the spirit of the place is the idea that a place has a vibe and it has mm. sentience. It, it, it knows. And mm. the Winchester house, like the house itself, has that sentience. It, it's oh, there. Absolutely. And it'll pay attention to you. So like when I started working there, um, then they said, you know, they gave me my map and I said, off you go. You've got two hours. If you get lost, take a staircase down and just walk out in the park. And all stairs lead to the, to the exit. Um, and I, I've walked around and I was like, I don't know if it's the story that I've been told my whole life or, you know, my own perception here, but this, there's a, um, there's a, there's a vibe here. Like I'm wow. getting watched. And so I started talking to the house as I walked through and I was like, oh, this room is so beautiful. I love these windows, look at the stained glass, look at the crown molding, look at these floorboards, you know? And I went back after my, my shift, I went to the staff room and I was like, so it's haunted. And everyone was like, oh yeah, <laughs> no big deal. And they're like, oh yeah, no, the house is alive. They're like, don't touch the house. Don't mess with the house. Um, don't hurt the house the house will make you throw up (gasps) it will make you cry um so um like in a you're hurting me right have people Um, felt this have you seen people go through those motions yeah so my colleague jamie who i um actually i met with her yesterday to make sure i was getting all the information correct because it had been a while you know um she was telling me that during the the last big Halloween before the, the pandemic, uh-huh. um, they had this new company in, um, to do something called Unhinged, which, which was basically the kind of a mixture of like paranormal activity and like the, you know, basically any trashy horror movie that you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Mrs. Winchester built this horrible house and then she disappeared into it. And then and other people bought the house and they died horribly. Like here are the oh, bodies. Oh God, per usual. Yeah. And <laughs> the house was furious. Like, because it was being disrespectful. People were mm. super disrespectful to Mrs. Winchester. You know, this crazy old lady, here's the house. Mm-hmm. And, um, but windows were broken in the course of like, so the actors would, they were, everyone told them, don't abuse the house. Like, don't hit the walls. This is an old house. It's a historic house. Oh. And I'm like, and it's alive. <laughs> you know, um, people who don't know, don't, you know, it's, it's one of those, if you know, you know, kind of mm. thing. So walls were hit, floorboards were scratched. Oh, um, no. Doors were scraped with stuff going through. Like, no, like the people who were brought in were not very careful with the house and they damaged it. And so there was a, um, a couple of the guides who had been there for a while who were, you know, sensitive to the house um, would start crying randomly or get sick or wow. um, have to go outside. And it was always like, did something happen? Oh, yeah, a window was broken. Um, and then it was oh. the same. They were removing some of the windows for cleaning, for preservation, uh, some of the stained glass windows. 
and nobody told the house. So it was just from the house mm. perspective. It was just like some people came in, they, they unscrewed the windows, they picked them up and they took them away. And so what Jamie did is that she walks through the house saying, I'm terribly sorry that nobody told you. We're just taking some windows off for cleaning, for preservation. We're bringing them back. You will get your windows back. And like the whole energy of the place just shifted very gently. To Whoa. Oh, okay. We're okay. We're okay. And so it's like, it's not creepy, but it's, it's alive. It's watching. You. I believe mm-hmm. it. I mean, with the yeah. people that worked on it, you don't know what intentions they put in there. I'm, I'm sure they worked yeah. with a lot of love and respect and that was absorbed mm-hmm. in the wood. So, yeah. and then you and have- like Mrs. Winchester was someone you wanted to work for her. Like yeah. if she hired you, you were, you were set. She paid you twice the going rate, like wow. straight up. Like, so whatever minimum wage was, you got double that. And that went regardless of your race or nationality. Like if you were a person who could work, she hired you. Yeah. Um, Which at the I time is like so unheard her of. An ally, but, um, right. But at the time, nobody yeah. was doing that. Nobody. Well, yeah. And the people who did were kind of extraordinary. So people went to them. And um, so she would pay for your room, your board. If you got married, she built you a house on the estate. If you got married, you had the opportunity, like if staff married each other, right? Because the men lived in a bunkhouse that she she had like dorms for the men and the women got to live in the house and they had their mm. own bedroom, a shared bathroom. And these are nice rooms. These are like, yeah. like bedrooms, like good size rooms um, with windows and little balconies. This was a good place to, <laughs> good place to live, a good place to work, two free meals a day. Wow. And so that immediately because that wasn't common at all. You had to pay room and board if you lived in the house. So that would detract from your paycheck. So they're already making double and they don't have to pay rent. Crazy. And, um, and again, she hired, um, cause like California has a lot of, uh, issue or past historical issue with, um, people of color in general. Um, but Asian people in particular, especially up in the Bay area, they have had a, a hard ride. Um, pretty much from the time they started emigrating. And so if you were, you know, Japanese, you got paid significantly less than if you were white. And she didn't do that. And like, we have record of people naming their children after her. Right. So like Ida, um, Ida Winchester Nishihara, who was a little girl who was born to her Japanese parents. And, and then she would do things like she would, if she bought a car and she bought a lot of cars, she hired a mechanic for that car and that their job was to take care of that car. That's amazing. And, like, and so she just created a lot of jobs and she put a ton of money back into the community. Um, but she was private about it. Um, yeah. And like all medical visits, if you had to go to the doctor, she paid your bills. Like she had more money than she needed and she knew it. Right. So she used it to help people. And but th- these are the conversations where it's like, oh, that was just the way things were back then. Mm-hmm. Like people didn't know better. Like, no, oh, people oh. people did know better. Yeah. People, because do your bosses she was. now do that? Mm-hmm. Right. Like here she was doing something extraordinary, mm-hmm. like because she was a good person. Yeah. Like, no, people knew. Right. And no one's doing that now anyway. Right. It's, it's still unheard yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, she's she's on the income level of like Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. And yeah. you don't see them paying oh, their employees twice the going rate and, and healthcare, you know, <laughs> and schooling for your children through college. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Huh. Oh, she, no. she could. She did. Yeah. 
And I can tell you for a fact that um, that these people have, <laughs> the people we have named in the last few minutes have been through the Winchester house and that they have been told this to their faces that she did this. So yeah, I have it on record, but no names. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. But, but the public. Um, but there are other ghosts in the house. It's all former staff wow. or um, yeah. staff's kids who have stuck around. So we've got Wheelbarrow Man, who is on the grounds <laughs> and in the basement. Uh, Zach Bagans called him the man in the bowler hat, and that's that's not true. Um, he's the man next to the man with the bowler hat. In uh, there's a photograph of the gardeners. And uh, the man with the bowler hat is not the ghost. Oh, okay. You can Google it. It's a Winchester Mystery House uh, gardener's photograph. Okay. There's 12 guys and they're all standing around and the the gent with the mustache and the dirty apron. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's funny. He'll tease the guests. Um, Like there were some, um, and again, this is is not my experience story. This is a story that uh, I was told and invited to share. there were some guests in taking the basement tour and there was like teenage girls going, Oh, I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah. I'm afraid of no ghosts kind of thing. And like, Oh, <laughs> wheelbarrow man, you know, come and get us. And, um, my colleague, Jamie, who told this story said that she felt something just go whoosh past her face. And then there was a clonk and a scream and, and, uh, run running footsteps, girls running away. And that she went over there and she took her phone out of her pocket and she had put the light on and she was kind of looking around and there was a piece of coal from the coal chute just that it had been thrown from the coal chute hilarious down across the basement and it had hit the wall and bounced off damn and she was like she said she picked it up and she looked around and she went that was funny don't do it again (laughs) and so things like that and then there is in the daisy bedroom because mrs winchester had two bedrooms she had the one the daisy bedroom at the front of the house before the earthquake and then she had the bedroom at the back of the house after the earthquake. Daisy, um, that's the that's the name of her niece, right? I think Daisy. Yeah. Daisy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mary. Well, Marion called Daisy. Mm-hmm. And um, the yeah, so the Daisy bedroom is called we call it that because there are these beautiful stained glass windows that hit the morning. The, the when the morning light gets them, they they're they're daisies in the windows. So they cast a daisy pattern on the floor, and uh, so that's why it's called that. Um, that was her room for 20 odd years until, until 1906. And, um, and then the whole front of the house kind of pancaked during the, during the earthquake and yeah. she got stuck in that room and you can see the crowbar in the, in the door. They had to, they, they knew where she was. The story goes, that they couldn't find her for hours because she slept in a different room every night. And that's not true. Uh, they knew exactly where she was. And so they went up and they got her out and they broke her out of her room. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, the house was bigger. It was like, I want to say six stories. It's only four now. Um, mm-hmm. it had a whole extra floor and a, the tower was much bigger. Yeah. Uh, and it had to be taken down after the earthquake and it right. would have cost her, um, what exactly to make the repairs, it would have cost her again, what she'd already put into that, which was a couple of million dollars. And so she just sort of opted to make the structure safe and then close off the front of the house and work towards the back. Wow. Um, once again, that room has a, well, sorry. No, once again, the public forget that we had a, the earthquake of 1906, but yeah. Right. yeah. Right. And it was bad. Like Google that earthquake and then look at the photographs. It's history. Yeah. Like, it's like so many buildings just fell over completely. Yeah. It's and, true. Um, 
Yeah, so that bedroom is haunted. It has a little girl in it, and she will um, imitate voices of staff. Um, oh, you mean a demon? God forbid. It's a child. Right? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. We had a, we had a discussion a about this. Girl. We had yeah. a discussion about this, even in one of your TikToks. Well, when I did the, um, when I stitched it, some girl mm-hmm. got on. She was like, no, I have a demon experience. That house has demons. I saw it in the wood. And then, and then I think you commented, you're like, no, there's nothing demonic yeah. in that house. There's, there's nothing, nothing demonic in that house. Evil. Yeah. But people are like, well, there's children's spirit. Just because it's a child, a spirit of a child doesn't mean it's automatically a demon. And right. you, and you, well, were- <laughs> no, I hate it's children. So, I'm just kidding. She will pretend to be other staff members and go like, "Hey, Jamie. Hey, Christy." Hilarious. And you go, "Hey," and because she's a little child that wants to mimic you, crap out of people by accident in that yeah. house. Um, just walking up on people because almost every room has multiple entrances, right? And so, like. I don't know if you saw the BuzzFeed Unsolved where Shane and Ryan spent the night in the house. Oh, yes. <laughs> Ryan got scared by someone coming to check on him. Yeah. He was literally, that was going to happen. Like, if, if if he had chosen to stay in the witch's cap like Shane did, he would have heard somebody coming because it creaks. Oh, wow. But there are four entrances to that room, to Mrs. Winchester's bedroom. You've got the balcony entrance, which is a sunroom. You've got the bathroom entrance. You've got the parlor entrance. You've got the stairs coming up. And then you have the two main doors. So he was going to be freaked out by someone walking in, regardless of right. what happened. And you knew. And that was, yeah, and you know that that yeah. was about to happen. So I was like screaming when I watched that video. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, is, it, is it true yeah, so that, uh, that the staff would do or hold seances in the Winchester? Is that true? Nobody knows. Uh, the staff now doesn't, we're, no, we don't do things like that. Um, okay. We're not allowed to fake a seance. That was grounds for discipline, disciplinary action, possibly leading to uh, firing. Um, you hear that, people? It, you hear that everyone? People. I know because I, yeah. that was another rumor. Oh, they do seances there. I'm like, they yeah, no, we don't do seances. We uh, do. Yeah. We used to do candlelight tours. That's what I remember. Hmm. Yeah, which we're like the I more fun one. Uh, everyone likes the candlelight tours because they're late at night and we get to carry a candle. And you, get to, put, so you cool. get to put together your own costume for that. So a lot of our staff are theater people and cosplayers. I love it. Um, or they used to be. Please, and, someone t- um, please tell me someone dressed up as an anime character. At least. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was all, everyone's went sort of steampunk with it. Um, oh, that, yeah, that makes sense. I, I never did that myself because I was still uh, teaching. So I only did summer and this was usually at um, Halloween. Mm. Um. But yeah, a lot of costumes when when during during October you could dress up. It was really fun. Um, that. So we have the little girl. We have the butler in the upstairs front of the house, um, Mr. Butler, yeah. um, and he he actually petted my hair one day. That was and I was like, don't touch my hair. I was like, oh girl, because I was at I that time. I was if someone touched my hair. Was like, right. Well, I was doing this like 1940s kind of tuck and roll thing and it had taken me forever to do yeah and don't mess I, it up I don't mess it up cap done that was taking forever like they were lagging so they could take videos which isn't allowed mm-hmm. um and the thing is that you can't lag because we have tours right behind us like sometimes especially in the summer they go every five minutes oh wow and um 
So I was taking them from her old room up the hallway through this little annex to her original bedroom. And there's a hallway here and a door and you open the door and you can look back. It's just, it's like the hallway got cut in half and there's a door. So you open it and you're, the hallway keeps going, but you mm. can see the tour group going around. So I opened it to be kind of like, hey, I can see you taking video. I will have you escorted out. And, and I leaned in and I was like, all right, let's go everybody, come on. And I'm closing the door and something just hit my hair, like <gasps> ran a hand over it. And I closed the door and I was like, don't touch my hair, dude. And uh, and just, just a momentary kind of like, that was fine. I don't mind it if you touch my shoulder, you can tug on my dress. I really, I'm cool with that. Don't touch my hair, but forever. And, yeah. and I had yeah. the impression of someone like chuckling and I was like, all right. And I just kept doing the tour because what do you do? <laughs> and, um, and then I went out to the, you know, out to the staff room and was like, hey, someone touched me. And they went, oh yeah, Mr. Butler. And I'm like, oh God. Um, oh, but you would, get your hair, um, you would get your hair touched, you get your dress tugged on, uh, you could get tapped. The little girl in the Daisy bedroom will take your hand if you're, if she's scared. And um, since they now have a, a an earthquake sound effect, you push the button and this huge 30 second long earthquake rumble to approximate the 1906 quake happens. Okay. And I don't think she likes it. Um, so she'll take your hand. Let's see. I, I actually have notes here. Too. How scary is that? Especially for them to relive. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Right. Um, Mrs. Do Mrs. Winchester does come through. Um, just kind of to see what's going on. She doesn't stick around. Hmm. Uh, like she doesn't haunt the place. Mm -hmm. But um, you will get the impression that she's there. Sometimes she smells of roses. Yes. And mm -hmm. um, she really liked roses, rose perfume. And that um, is something that Helen Mirren even said when she was shooting there. She was on location. Mm -hmm. She's like, she was asked that question. Do you, have you seen the ghost of Sarah Winchester? She's like, no, I don't think she haunts it. I think she's everywhere, but I haven't seen her. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you about Baron and Spirit. In oh, Boston, there we go. As we go. They were guard dogs in the 70s and 80s. Aww. And um, they, they were buried on the property until fairly recently. And um, you could go see their little graves. Baron and Spirit, and Baron, they both, haunt the, they both haunt the front gardens, and Baron likes to jump into the fountain. And so if you're ever at the Winchester grounds and you smell a wet dog, but you don't see a dog, that's Baron. Um, the, the graves have recently been dug up and they're going to build a building over it. And everyone's furious because that's Baron and Spirit's graves. Um, so we don't know where the bodies are. They won't tell anyone. And um it's Yikes. very it's very disappointing because the house has been messed around with a lot mm -hmm. and it's all about money it's not about preservation of history this is it's a historic landmark it's a state landmark so they can't like do certain things to it but they can do other things like making a uh, an escape room and they like completely built up the front of the house again the, the unfinished dining rooms the it was under construction during the earthquake and then um she left it so it was unfinished well they finished it um mm. they they and so it looks now like it would have but not like it was right and it's like this is a historic home don't don't screw around with it yeah. so it's, it's disappointing it is just it's basically what it comes down to and the house doesn't like it 
Right. And it's so shocking that like you think, oh, it's a it's an historical landmark. Like yeah. they have to preserve it. It's like, oh, there's these like weird little like loopholes of capitalism that are like seeping mm-hmm. in. That's so disappointing. Yeah, it's it is. It's 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 very it's very sad. Yeah. It is, but I, and I, you know, we used to talk more about like the ground staff and the Nishiharas and the Hansons who lived on the property and and depending on the tour that you get, they still do. But mm. It's just sort of like gone Hollywood to mm. a, a degree that's insulting, especially right. because yeah. you have Google and the internet and people talk. Oh, so, right. leave it to the public. It's leave not it hard to actually it. know the story. Before we come to an end, what last words do you want to leave our listeners to anyone listening in regards to the Winchester that you want to, you want them to take away with? What is the takeaway with you? The takeaway for me is that Mrs. Winchester Chester was a really a good, interesting woman. And it's like, it's it's been really, she's been painted in a, a harsh light. And so do your research before you make assumptions about her. Um, because she did make a big, cool, weird house. But like, she did it for a reason. And mm. so it's like, when you hear stories about women doing weird things, double check if that's true. And like, see what see what good they were doing. She did a lot yeah. of it. So, like, like, go to the house, go check it out, go visit it, but don't go in there thinking that she was this crazy old lady because she wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yes, do your homework. Read <laughs> Mary. Read Mary yeah. Jo Ignafo's book. Don't listen. Oh yeah. Believe Very everything that you you see on the internet. I and mean, don't watch the ghost adventures. Absolutely. <laughs> no. And the movie with Helen Mirren is not a, an accurate depiction. Not even a little not bit. Even close. No. Well, well also for- the fact that Helen Mirren is like a foot taller than Mrs. Winter. Yeah. Well, I wasn't you. able to watch the movie, so. Well, thank you so much, Christy, yeah. for being a part yes, of on Hollywood Paranormal Podcast. Guys, if you're a Patreon member, be sure to go on our Patreon page to catch an additional bonus clip of um, Christy's experience living in a haunted apartment in Berlin, in Germany, guys. Yes. It is a story. It's really great. And that will be dedicated to our patrons. Thank you guys so That's much. my dream for... is to be haunted by a pretzel. I <laughs> our arena schnitzel. Not hard to do. <laughs> thank you so much, Christy, once again. Guys, yes, thank you. Thank you. If you love Hollywood Paranormal podcast, please follow us on Facebook at Hollywood Paranormal, along with Instagram and TikTok at Hollywood Paranormal. You can also follow us on Twitter at HWP Podcast. Please subscribe to us on Apple or Spotify. And also, if you have time, leave a little review. A five-star rating would really, really help us out a lot. Helps us indie podcasters become a little more visible. And if you're interested in becoming a Patreon, then you can head on over to our website, hollywoodparanormal.com, where you'll find more information about me and Bryce, other past episodes. And there is a link for our Patreon and our store page. You could get some fresh Hollywood merch. Well, guys... Till next time, thank you guys so much for getting Holly Weird with us, revisiting the Winchester with Christy or Christian Franke. <laughs> I love that name <laughs> better. Christiana Franke. Yes. yes. Well, guys, well take done. care. Much love. And always remember to stay Holly Weird. Bryce, do you have anything you'd like to say to everyone? Bye. <laughs> 
Bye, guys. Take care. Until next time.